Our last review of the day is going to be Expendables 4, Expendables. Uh, they are back, uh, back again. Uh, Sylvester Stallone and the crew, uh, the Expendables. Um, so in this film, um, it's been nine years since the last one, Expendables 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was even shocked that this, I was first of all, I was like, wow, they, they're all the way up to four now. Okay, let's, <laughs> all right, let's do it. Um, and in this movie, um, they're taking on Eco uh, Weiss, who people might know. Uh, Weiss, who people might know, he was in the Raid. He was in the Raid mm-hmm. movies. Always in a bunch of other martial arts movies. Yeah, um, the, yeah, the Raid, the Night Comes for Us, uh, Wu Assassins, Headshot, Mile Twenty Two, and uh, Morantow. Yeah, so he's already he's been in a bunch of stuff. So that's the new villain they're facing off against. Usually in these movies, they always have like a, a, a other big action star that they face off against. Mm-hmm. Like in the second one, it was John Nicole Van Damme, which apparently I, I hear people said that the second I've, one for them is the I've, best one. It's the one that actually lives up to the promise of this franchise. Okay. It's the one that actually lives up to the novelty of let's get all of these like older, more fading action stars and give them one last go around as people like their old characters okay um so yeah so usually they have they'll face off against another big action star as the villain but in the expendables crew um the whole concept of it is like hey you know don't you remember those old 80s action <laughs> movies back in the day with Sylvester mm-hmm. Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger and Bruce Willis and Jean-Claude Van Damme and all those people let's let's bring that back let's do it again mm-hmm. you know update it into modern times and bring these people yeah. but it's kind of like <clears throat> when you do a reunion tour of like your favorite band it's like wow these people are old as fuck you know it's like, it's, it's like know, going to it's like going to see Queen with Adam Levine, or yeah. uh, or what was was that guy that they got to replace Freddie? It was uh, Adam, the uh, the dude from American Idol. I've yeah, the dude from American Idol, or or seeing uh, that journey with the new lead singer, which is apparently still awesome, but it's not the same. Yeah, you know, a lot of these dudes, you know, sixties in their sixties, seventies, um, you know. And then they do sometimes carry over the same cast as the other movies. Like mm-hmm. the people who remain constant is Randy Couture, who's mm-hmm. in this. He's an MMA guy. Um, yeah. MMA champion. MMA champion. <laughs> Former two time, three time champion. Sorry, uh, three time champion. Sorry, uh, Randy Couture. You got Duff, Dolph Lundgren in this. Mm-hmm. You also have Sylvester Stallone, as I mentioned, Jason Statham. Um, and usually, those usually those four guys usually are the main consistent through all these movies. And then sometimes you'll have extra people who come in a part of it. Um, in this new movie, um, you have Curtis Jackson. He's the new member of the mm-hmm. Expendables here. Um, you also have the character. Um, he was in Bad Boys for Life. Uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, uh, Jacob uh, Scipio. Yeah, he was. He's the son of the Antonio Banderas character from the last movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you also have Megan Fox who in this. Who we won't. I won't spoil why, but eventually she becomes uh, a major part of the Expendables team and heads up the Expendables team. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you also have another member, a uh, yeah. female member named yeah. Lashes. I think. Name, yeah, named uh, Lash, who is played by Lash. Levi Tran, who is there. 
Yeah, she's there, uh, pretty much. You know, she she's got you know, think of the name Lash. She's got like a whip chain thing, mm-hmm. uh, which actually is kind of cool. I don't know. I wish they did more with that. Mm-hmm. I actually thought that was a little cool. Uh, but yeah, so they, you know, as usually with these movies go, because I went back and I watched all the Expendable movies. I saw the first one because I was like, oh yeah, that seems like a kind of a fun concept thing, you know, to kind of harken back to that. But when you actually watch these movies, it's like you're not. It doesn't seem yeah, like you're kind of lame. <laughs> They're kind of lame. It's like a lot of the 80s stuff is like they did film on location. There was no CGI, so it mm-hmm. wasn't all this fake CGI blood. And I hate CGI blood. I do not like CGI blood. You can always tell. You can always tell when it's CGI blood. And I do not like CGI mm-hmm. blood. Um, but yeah, and then they have that. So it's like it kind of fails to ca- capture that spirit of the mm-hmm. 80s stuff that you're trying to go for. Um, but I only so I went back, watched the the all three of them. Um, and like Nick said, apparently people really like the second one. I'm not one of those people. I think they're all <laughs> kind of just meant for me, but okay. Um, and with this one, I think it's just kind of more of the same. Like it mm-hmm. follows the same kind of plot where, you know, they do what they get assigned a mission when they get assigned a mission, they fuck up that mission or something goes awry in that mission. Mm-hmm. And then they have to go and then fix the fuck up that they did or, you know, get revenge for something that happened in the mission. Uh, that usually is kind of what carries over there. Um, and then sometimes some other people don't carry over from the other movies. Like Wesley Snipes was in the last one. He's not in this one, which is a shame. I like mm-hmm. Wesley Snipes in the third mm-hmm. one. Um, he had a whole thing there. Yeah, the um, third one. Yeah, the third one, even though I think it's uh, it's probably second best out of this whole thing, it really shines on the supporting cast that they brought in. People like Wesley Snipes, like Antonio Banderas. Yeah. Uh, Mickey Rourke hasn't been back since the first one, probably, uh, you know, and I don't think he could be back in this one because I don't think there's enough collagen and Botox for both him <laughs> and Megan Fox on set. Uh, so I think they probably that was probably a big thing. Um, but uh, yeah, so with this one yeah i think it's just kind of more of the same if you didn't like any of the other expendables i don't think this is going to change your mind on them mm-hmm. um i think that the introduction of a lot of these kind of like cuz a lot of these characters it's like what what is their character like mm-hmm. describe jason statham what makes him mm-hmm. any different from Sylvester Stallone? what makes Sylvester Stallone any different from dolph lundgren's character sure, what, all- what may yeah what makes him any different from any other jason statham character <laughs> Yeah, you know, they're just the tough guys. Besides, have- besides Spy, where that character is, like, made to poke fun at characters like that. Yeah. Um, you know, they may have a little quirk to them. Like, for instance, Randy mm-hmm. Couture's character, it's a running joke since the first movie that people, you know, find his ears ugly or weird and go, like, what the fuck is wrong mm-hmm. with your ears? Even though that people who are in this line of work would probably have some hand-to-hand yeah. combat training, so why would you even... You'd probably know what that is. So mm-hmm. and then he goes, it leads in him explaining all this whole long diatribe about why he has cauliflower ears. But that's that's stupid. I don't know. That's not funny. Yeah. And it's like here, all the characters are just reduced down to their one quirk, except it's never really like charming or funny. It's like even uh, uh, Jacob Scipio, who I was excited to see because I really liked him in Bad Boys for Life. And his entire thing is just he's been overshare and is like really inappropriate and it's never funny. And you get yeah. Levy Tran, whose only quirk is that she's really into old dudes. She's really into old dudes. Um, she's Chinese. Um, even though I think it says she's Vietnamese. I yeah, think she's. I think her character is Vietnamese. Okay. Uh, because wasn't is the thing he said that she put up like the pinky and that was like a Chinese middle finger? Didn't he say that? <sighs> yeah, or something? But uh, you can just rub. I mean, they're kind of old and they're Caucasian, so you can just rub write that off as casual racism <laughs> okay um yeah but she doesn't do anything in the movie like it's just somebody that's just on like a new member of the team curtis jackson yeah she's she's hot and she's tatted up 
that yeah. that's her entire character which yeah so um and 50 cent is there 50 cents there um i don't know if he got an extra pay cut check to get pimp played in here he's like <laughs> man I, I want my shit played in that, here that like, was the so i was already not having a good time with this movie because everything I I dislike, I, even I was saying that I wasn't really looking forward to this movie. This just looks like another generic action movie that we really have just evolved past the need for these or any kind of relevance. And this movie did not did not sway me from that notion. It's like this movie is neither like clever or funny or fun enough to justify half of the like meta jokes that they are trying to go for in this. Everybody here feels like they're sleepwalking through this. Is like, uh, well, I need a, I need another, uh, I need another house. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it seems like maybe if you were actually on set with these guys, and maybe it's a better environment there. I don't know, um, but you know, this movie tries to get some emotion out of you because a certain thing happens, mm -hmm. and I'm like, really, honestly, if all these characters died. Would you really care? I mean, I, I, honestly, like, you know what I mean? It's like, again, like I said, what is their character? What's their thing besides these little quirks that maybe some of them have? You know, like Dolph Lundgren, his thing is like, he's he can't see anymore. He's, he's kind of mm. blind. He needs to wear glasses, yeah. you know? His whole thing is, I'm old now. I'm old now, you know what I mean? I need glasses, you know? I'm trying to stay young by having a wig and everything like that, you know? Like, he's getting catfished on the internet, you know? Like, <laughs> you know, like, okay, dude. It's um, like, man, you don't need to do this. I just saw you in Creed 2, and you were fantastic. You don't need to be here. Um, But with these movies, it's also, it's like, okay, you're not really looking for the story. You're not really looking for the great, maybe, dialogue here. Mm, you're, you're not looking for the action. Yeah, you're just here for the action. And the and action looks like shit. And it's, like I said, very shaky. You can't really see much. Um, even when you have real professional guys, like you have Tony Jaws in this. Yeah, you, you, know? you made you made an action movie with Eco Weiss and Tony Jaw, and you made them look like they can't fight. And there's a and this is supposed to be like the climax of the scene. You see it a little bit in the trailer, like Jason Statham, who's another guy who can he can really do the moves. He's a mm -hmm. he's trained martial artist. He practices it, and they sh shoot it, and it's like it just looks terrible. It just looks like this, hands this, just going this, everywhere. This may this is to probably make it look like Megan Fox can actually hold toe to toe with him. Where it's like no, 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 no. no. Yeah, and Megan Fox. Um, you know, I know I said that joke about, you know, the stuff in the beginning. I mean, listen, <laughs> gorgeous woman, beautiful woman, Megan Fox, obviously. Sure. Um, and they just kind of, first of all, her introduction to her character, completely terrible. If this is, you're trying to set her up to be like, you know, this really, like, she's a badass just as much as the rest of these guys. Because she <laughs> shows up as hysterical woman. Mm -hmm. And it's like, this is a like the introduction to her character at the beginning. This is like, a, this is something that would be some first time actor's role in mm -hmm. something to get some screen time and then as on their on their IMDb. Yeah, it, it it's like it's like their their uncle was a producer and got them on the on the set. Yeah, that's it, like the that kind of energy with this performance. Yeah. Um and her move set is here is just the female action hero move set of like we're gonna do the wraparound leg move set of you know put them in a, a hurricanana and then you know wrap the legs and tie them up and all that. It's like We've seen that a thousand times with a lot of female action heroes, and that's what she also, does. Also, that shit doesn't actually work. Doesn't actually work? No, yeah. it doesn't. 
Well, how about this? Megan Fox, you tried on me. I want to see if it actually works. All right? I want to see it. I want to see it. Let's do a live demonstration of it. Uh, if it actually works. Um, you know, the, let's see. I want to have like that moment where Hulk Hogan put um Richard Belzer into a headlock. I want to I want to have her do that except with her legs. Let's see if she can, <laughs> let's see if she can make me pass out. And uh, you and you constantly go horny police on me. Well, you do it more than I do, so I think it's necessary. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Hypocrite. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I mean, it's just kind of she has that move set there that's the same, uh, so it's a terrible introduction to her character. Um, like I said, these movies have never been particularly that charming or funny to me, like even the dialogue, like back and forth, it's supposed to be like <laughs> tough guy, you know, hey, you know, we're we're you know, busting it's each like, other's balls it's, dialogue. It's like what a middle school teenage boy who just hit puberty and is only watching Andrew Tate TikToks thinks tough guy dialogue sounds like. Yeah, you know, it's like watching these movies, like since like I said, watching all of them since the beginning, like when he had Jet Lee, his whole thing was like, You're just short. You're uh, short. You're you short know, and you're Asian. You're there, short, you're an Asian. Entire joke. You know, there you go. Like that that's what we're gonna we're just gonna beat up on you because you're short and Asian. Okay. You know, and that's kind of the thing here. Um, so it's never been really that particularly funny or 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 you know th that that entertaining to watch these guys go back and forth when it should be to watch this crew of you know like a suicide squad mm -hmm. almost going mm -hmm. to these dangerous situations um, here and I don't know if they're low on money on this one because they spend the second third act all on a boat it's mm -hmm. all just on one location so I don't know if they're this one's like they're just low on money could have swore, uh, they, were, could have swore they were trying to hunt Dracula on this one you could have told me that and I wouldn't have batted an eye. Yeah, so it's not that exciting for them just to be on this boat and then to do these scenes. Like I said, it's not even shot. All the action isn't shot that well. And when you, especially when you have trained martial artists in this, like Tony mm -hmm. Ja, yeah, it, it's like, yeah, it's like this movie. It it angered me in the same way that that Snake Eyes did a couple years ago. Yeah, the movie with Andrew Koji mm -hmm. and Henry Golding. It's like, hey, you got. Andrew Koji in this, you got, you know what I mean? Like, let's yeah, you got, really you got Andrew Koji, who is an already accomplished stunt performer and is incredible on Warriors. You have Henry Golding, who trained his ass off, and if you look at the behind the scenes, can actually do all of this. And you couldn't tell when you watch the movie. Yeah. Um, and when they do kind of like just looking at the cast list, you probably know who's going to be, you know. The bad guy. The, you, you like just looking at the cast list, and that's all I'll say. Just look at the cast list, you know who the bad guy's gonna be. And so they really. And chat, do y'all give a shit about spoilers? Because I'm about to. It's like even the bad guy in this isn't even known for being an action star. Yeah. He's more uh, like a serious actor. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Known for being one. Yeah, I mean, I guess he's like the, the the second in command, the henchman guy. He's known for being an action star. But like I said, the, usually the trend with these movies is they'll have the main villain be the mm -hmm. like another action star. Like in the second one, John Claude mm -hmm. Van Damme. Third one, Mel Gibson. The first one was uh, who was the first one? Uh, it was Eric Roberts in the first one. And okay. The second in command was David Zayas. David Zayas from uh, Dexter. Okay, so he's not really known, but you know that was just like Eric Roberts will just do anything. He'll just say yes to mm. pretty much. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, usually they'll have that there. I mean, an eight um, ball into a bottle of uh, a Johnny Walker in my trailer, and I'm there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I mean that that's just kind of my thing with this movie. Is this if you? I mean, if you want like 
your you know man you know like yeah shoot them up guns mm -hmm. blood you know what i mean this is pg-13 anyway so you're not even getting that you're not getting no is it, PG is it pg-13 i think it's you pg-13 no this is r they dropped this multiple f-bombs in this oh this is because they drop f-bombs okay because i didn't in the violence yeah, it's like I'm it's like cg yeah it's rated r it's like cg blood gore action it's like oh. yeah that somehow got it a that somehow got it an r rating Okay, uh, because I was just like, yeah, this is, uh, yeah, it's it's not even really all that exciting because, like I said, CGI blood actions is not shot all that well. Um, you're wasting good martial arts people on here. Yeah, there's a uh, fight scene with Eco Weiss and Jason Statham that you see in the trailer, and I could not give less of a fuck. Yeah, because they because it's clear that this movie was like the most lazily cobbled together fucking monstrosity that I'm pretty sure is just used for a money laundering tax write-off. Yeah. And if you if you just wanted to see like, you know, I just want to have fun, see action, see good martial arts, you could just watch Tony Jaw films. You can just watch Eco Ice films that are on Netflix already that you can just probably do that <laughs> um instead of probably watching yeah, this. You could wa yeah, you could watch The Raid. You can watch Ongbok. You can watch The Protector. You can watch The Night Comes The Night Comes for Us. Yeah, or even Jason Statham. You go back and watch yeah. Transporter. Transporter. Frank. That sh Transporter. That sh I rewatched that the other day. That shit still fucking rules. Yeah, I like the Transporter movies. Yeah, um, Crank. You can watch that. I mean, yeah, um, you know. So yeah, for me, I, I, I mean, is there anything good to you about it? Fuck no. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Fuck no. This movie tries to tries to have like a big emotional. Uh, thing that happens in the movie and it's completely undone and by that i was audibly like oh fuck you yeah um yeah i was like yeah that i was like I was, that happened i was i was mad when i left the theater yeah so yeah i just would give it oh man am i should i give it a waste of fucking film should i will I, I will fuck this movie this movie it's like we talked about how how the action genre has evolved, how thanks to guys like Chaz Tehelski, guys like, uh, like David Leet, we're getting these guys who have been in the stunt industry, who have seen how their work gets butchered by these, by these directors and these editors that don't know how to show off what they got. And we're getting this like shift in action. It's like, there's like character beats that go on in the, these action movies. It's like, not just action for this action's sake. You get films like John Wick. You get stuff like uh, like Bullet Train, which I really dug. You get stuff like Violent Night, Nobody. Even in uh, even in bigger bigger projects like the Mission Impossible movies, where you get fight scenes that could belong in there. Stuff like The Batman, where the fight scenes could have been pulled straight out of a John Wick movie. We don't need this. This feels unnecessary. And that should have been like a call to action to the people behind this franchise. It's like, we need to step our fucking game up. Mm. Nope. Yeah. And nope. They said, fuck you. And I'm going to say, fuck you too. Well, so waste of fucking film from you. Waste of fucking film. Well. Hmm. This yeah. is already, this, this is my worst of the worst movie of the year. I was mad when I left the theater. Yeah, I mean it's hard to say anything really that's good about it. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's really too much of any redeeming thing for me with it. So yeah, I guess I'd give it a waste of fucking film too. Um, that's what I'm gonna give it. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's a shame that they couldn't capitalize on this movie that was a good idea on the series of like, mm -hmm. hey, bringing back your old action heroes again. And I understand that 
-hmm. you know, with the the age of these actors, you got to work around a lot of things and cut a lot of things. And, you know, that's a big concern. Uh, But I think there's still ways you could have done it that still could have been fun and inventive. Mm -hmm. Uh, to do this, you know, no, you know, and then also the green screen in this yeah, movie is really oh, bad. It's, it's atrocious, and and when you get to the age, it's like Jamie Foxx did Day Shift while he's like what in his early fifties, not even a couple years ago, and Jason Statham's fifty six, and apparently can still hang with him, and the movie looks like this. Yeah, um, really, this is this is a scene that is in my memory of like Jason Statham's on the boat with Megan Fox and they're like about to get off, and like you can clearly see like it's fucking green screen that they're in front of. Like I was like, oh my god, like looks terrible. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, two waste of fucking films for yeah. yeah don't yeah don't don't repeat our mistake. Spend your time wisely. Don't see this garbage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. Also, and did you see that? Uh, like with the ending, like when Megan Fox came in with just a tank top, she was wearing like no bra. Apparently, like yeah. I was like, wait, what the hell? Like, I then my crazy. my brain was already broken by that point. I didn't even register it. Uh, um, and they don't even really say like. I guess they never really say like what their special like qualifications are to be on the team. No, they don't. They just like throw them in a bunch of tactical gear and hope that you don't ask questions. Yeah, it's like, okay, what's your, you know, what do you do? Like, what's your special thing, you know? It's How the like, fuck did you even get involved with this crew in the first place? Yeah, so it's like, no, just the, they don't have time for that. It's just, hey, you're a new member of the team, you know, let's get yeah. 50 Cent, let's get, you know, Lash, whatever. Hey, um, at least in and, two, when they did that with Liam Hemsworth, they promptly killed him off. Yeah, and they did that corny ass <laughs> with, oh, hey, man, I got off. a girl. I got a girl back home. Man. I love her, you know? <laughs> Shit, that picture, the- might as well, that picture might as well be the Grim Reaper. <laughs> Yeah, which it's like why that is the only action you're gonna get, motherfucker. People still carry pictures, by the way. Like they don't just like at that point, bro. You're young enough to have a phone, a picture on your phone. Like people still. I mean, that was that was what 2012 when that that movie came out. So I don't know. Were like did everybody have smartphones like that back then? Yeah, I guess that's a good point, you know. But yeah, and then actually, that brings up a good point about uh, Expendable Four. I was thinking about about when he gets let go of the team, Jason Statham. He goes to the newspaper like Ben Parker and Spider Man. <laughs> he opens up the fucking newspaper, and looks for like job listings. Like you don't have a LinkedIn profile. You ain't you can't go to Indeed. Like you going on? <laughs> you can't do go on like Glassdoor or something. Yeah, like you still like do they even still do that? They still put job listings in newspapers. Fuck, apparently. <laughs> I, I guess so, yeah. I mean, hell, it's like, dude, yeah. I mean, who is that good for? Even homeless people got smartphones. Even they can get a <laughs> smartphone now. Like, that's not even that good. Yeah, yeah, I told a homeless dude I didn't have any cash the other day, and he pulled out, like, one of those uh those card reader things that you get at, like, these little pop-up shops. It's like, wow, dude. shit, yeah. enterprising. Yeah, I mean, he got advanced with the times, man. They got their own QR code for the Venmo, for the Cash App. <laughs> like, hey, man, Cash App me, man. Like, wait, what? <laughs> what, bro? <laughs> I was like, hey, you gotta go to hey, people ain't got cash like that no more. Yeah. People don't carry cash like that. It's like, hey man, hey, good on you. Standing with the times. <laughs> uh, you ain't got no excuse. It's like, no, nah, you're gonna give me something, man. <laughs> I know you got Cash App, Venmo, PayPal. Zell. You got one of those motherfucker. Zell, you gonna you gonna give me something. Give me some stock. You got some stock to trade, you know, get it back on <laughs> that got, Robin Hood. You got, you got some of that game stock? Yeah. Oh man. All right. So yeah, yeah, expendables. Let's get out of here.